My name is Allison McClellan. I'm a medical student at the University of Central Florida College of Medicine. I've gotten to meet a lot of great physicians, and the interactions that I've had with these people have got me thinking, what is their life like? How did they choose their specialty? What kind of training did they have to have in order to get where they are today? What does their day-to-day life look like as an attending physician? What lessons do they have to share with me and with other medical students? So today I'm going to introduce you to one of these doctors. That way you can hear their answers to some of these questions and hear what they have to say. My name is Michelle Rivera Vega. I'm a pediatric endocrinologist and I work for the endocrine division here at Nemours. As part of my background, I did my undergrad in Puerto Rico. That's where I'm from. After that, I did my medical school in the University of Guadalajara in Mexico. I did my pediatric residency in Puerto Rico at the Puerto Rico Medical Center. And I stayed there one year as chief resident. After that, I moved to Pittsburgh to do my fellowship in pediatric endocrinology at the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. Do you have any family in the area? No, I don't, but Orlando is way closer to Puerto Rico, and there's a great need of pediatric endocrinologists back in the island. By being here in Orlando, there's such a big Hispanic community that I feel that I'm still serving part of that population, and I've been recently like the liaison between a lot of the people that are leaving the island to move to the Orlando area and my communication with the endocrinologists back in the island, they refer them to me and to the institution. So it's helpful for me. It's been very nice uh, in that sense. How did you end up in endocrinology? I think it starts with how did I end up in pediatric? I was between OBGYN and pediatrics and I, I was always fascinated by the way we grow, like development, even from the womb. So. In OBGYN rotation, I found myself like, once the baby was delivered, I was done with mom. I had nothing to do with mom. So that w- that made it easy to go into pediatrics. <clears throat> so I go into pediatrics and I was still fascinated about the way we grow and develop, how we go from being these tiny little cells to the way we are, like black hair, blonde hair, blue eye, like all this. So... Um, starting doing rotations in developmental genetics and endocrinology. And what I really like about endocrinology is that even though we know, there's a lot of things that we don't know yet. So it's kind of you get to play a little bit of detective. And it's these tiny hormones, but their roles are so important in everything, in how we are, who we are, how we develop. So I think it kind of made it easy for me at the end uh, when I was applying for fellowship, it, it was only, it only makes sense. I should be an endocrinologist. I get to be detective every single day. So what's a, what's a normal day for you? Like, like what kind of patients do you see? What, what's on your schedule usually for a normal day, if, if anything like that exists? Endocrinology is the study of the glands and hormones. So we all have all these tiny chemicals that we call hormones in my fancy way, um, that they have many functions in our body. They interfere in the way we grow, our weight, how much hair we have, um, our periods, or if we have pimples or not. Um, and even it can deal a lot with our emotional emotions. So 
<clears throat> a regular day for me in endocrinology, it could go from a child with short stature, uh, pubertal delay. I do see a lot of obesity uh, and PCOS in females, in teenagers, and that's not only the medical part, but you also have to kind of relate to the emotional component that you have a teenager that has body image issues and you're trying to convince her that she needs to lose weight, but in a way that it needs to be healthy, not to fit a center, certain standard of society. Um, and that's what I usually, um, and then we also work with diabetes, which is uh, it's very stressful diagnosis. Every time I have to tell a parent he has diabetes and it's gonna be for the rest of her life, it's very emotional. A lot of people go back to the horror stories of diabetes and you have to make, make them trust you and convince them that you got them, that you're, you have their back, that we're gonna work together and things are gonna improve with good care. There's a lot of fancy pants terminology that gets thrown around. You went to school for many years and now you're an expert. How do you make sure that your parents and your patients, you know, understand what you're saying? I, I do a lot of drawings. So um, actually one of the comments that a parent made of me is like her drawings were, were very helpful to me. So I do a lot of drawings uh, with them, like this is the pituitary gland, this is the thyroid, it sits right here. In my lab coat, I have like different uh, glands, like uh, cartoons of different glands. So uh, it's like your thyroid, pick which one of this is your thyroid. And they're like, it's the yellow one. And I'm like, exactly. So the thyroid sits right here. So that's how it looks. So picture that your thyroid is getting sick. Um, and then I also use terminology like the game of the Pac-Man to explain antibodies. Antibodies is something that start attacking your immune system. So if you're familiar with the game of the Pac-Man, you just picture Mr. Pac-Man that wakes up and start eating things away. So that's the way that the antibodies work. They wake up and start eating things away and they affect your gland. That's how I try to explain and I usually kind of stop and said, where did I lose you? Are we okay? Are we following? Yes, no. And then we go keep moving forward. Since I'm in school now, I, I think a lot about, you know, where I want to end up and where I want to work and what kind of physician I want to be. And so I have like in my own head, I have a list of things that are important to me. You know, I want I want to be obviously very knowledgeable in my field and I want to make sure that my patients know that, you know, I'm there for them. I also want to be someone that the staff wants to work with. What does it mean for you to be a good doctor? I think what makes you a good doctor, you have to be a very uh, grounded person. You have to be in tune with who you are. Uh, it takes a process. The training of medical school is not only designed to train you um, mentally and having all the knowledge, but also train you to discover who you are, what you like, what you don't like, what you're willing to do with, deal with, what type of hours you want to work, how much do you want to give of your personal life into your job. And as, soon, as long as you know who you are, you can project that to the staff. Everybody knows who you are. I, I'm not a believer of the line that I'm the physician, you are the nurse. No, we are here, we're working, we're a team. If I don't do my job right, I want you to let me know. Um, so you keep that open line of communication even with the person that cleans the room. If you keep that open line, it will be way easier 
to do your job and everybody's at least here what I've noticed is that everybody's like very open and friendly in that sense so I'm never stressed out that I'm trying to please too hard or anything I'm just myself you just keep it real sometimes there are many times that even the nurse says like hey do you meant that and I'm like oh I'm so sorry no and you have to acknowledge when you make a mistake and you have to be human and say hey I'm sorry I messed up so as long as you keep it keep yourself grounded you keep yourself honest with who you are and honest with the people that works with you and acknowledge, hey, it was my bad, it will be okay.